All right, here we go. I love sending Kim news because she gets irritated. Whatever irritates Kim, I like Too to funny, do. Mama. <laughs> so, <laughs> that I'm and Hey, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. All of that. And welcome to Two Funny Mamas. I'm Sherry Shepard. And I'm Kim Whitley. Oh, that was kind of fake, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, the whole thing's been Oh, I just found my mic. Oh, my mic was underneath the cup. Okay. You sounded like you were, um, remember Monty, Monty Hall on Let's Make a Deal? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was lame. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, everybody. Because I don't like when you're taller than me. Chris knows that. Okay. I, I think it's just my chair, Kim. You pull your camera oh, down is. slightly, Kim. Oh, bring the camera down. Duh. Yeah, bring it Bring it down enough so they can see your pants. Oh, Chris got jokes. My <laughs> pants are a Christmas red. I'm just happy you so have some on for the show. He, he um, edit. I gotta get a picture of Joshua for for Chris. I'm sorry. Roaring start to the podcast. Hey, okay, sorry, <laughs> y'all. Welcome. You ladies look beautiful. Happy holidays, All Merry right. Christmas, to everybody. Happy holidays. I'm back. I'm focused. Happy holidays, everybody. See, I got my green hair. I got my red. Why do you have green hair? It's Christmas. Green and red, get it? Oh, duh. I like your hair. It's a pretty uh, natural choice that you've been rocking at home. No, I like your don't green you? hair. I do like don't your green you? hair. Thank you. Now, let me tell you, I love your hair. Don't you go on the Sherry show with that hair. No, this is my hair on the weekend hair. I chopped yes. it all up. Like, I cut it before, but then I went and got it cut. I, I, when oh, you did? Today. Yeah, no, no, I got it chopped off. Um, because you know, I was able to wear a ponytail, was coming to my shoulders and everything, but I was sitting there and she I said, cut the split ends off. And she said, You want me to trim them? You want me to cut it? I said, you know what? Just cut it. It's hair. It'll grow back. And she was just chopping and cutting. I was like, Sherry, what are you doing? And she it's been growing. She cut it short. And so it's just very natural. Um for the week, I wear braids because I got to wear all those wigs. But on right. the weekend and my hiatus, you want just, your I'm hair just... to breathe. That's what I think yeah. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna shave mine. I gotta lose about twenty more pounds, and I'm gonna shave my head. You want to go bald? Yeah, it might be easier. Seeing What's I'm already. What's Kim? You ain't gonna be able to wear a wig. Oh, I didn't think about that. Oh, right. Maybe some rubber, some glue. If you half bald, if your edges start here, you already half bald. So just cut off the back like dudes do. <laughs> you know, um, it's so funny because just natural hair. I just said, I, I, I just want to nurture my own hair. Now I know a lot of people who are listening and watching go, you and Kim, why don't you just wear your natural hair on TV, and we'll explain. Every day they have to put so much heat product on your hair because your hair has to be the same in each scene. And those cameras, you know, we stop, we record, we stop, record. Your hair has to look the same throughout the entire show. Otherwise, yeah. you're going to be looking, why is her hair straight and why is it curly? But it's, she's saying, you know, 
it's in the same five seconds. So they have right. to put a lot of hairspray on our hair to hold the curl. Then they got to curl it to if the curl falls. It's just too much product for Kim and I. And a lot of actresses who wear wigs, mm -hmm. which is most our hair. A lot of times our hair will fall out. We lose our edges. So we got to, you know, we wear wigs. I was we wear wigs. Plus, I don't want to look like my brother on TV. And you will look like both Kyle and Scott, <laughs> depending on which way you turn. It's going to be like starring Scott Willie or Kyle Willie. <laughs> Hold a cigar. Oh my gosh. That's right. Kyle, that's right. This is Kyle Whitley. This is Kyle. All the time. You see my brother like this. But you're right. You're All right. Y'all had a picture great. standing together. And yes. I was like, you and Scott, because it was on your it was on the um Weight Watchers uh chat group. And it was you and Scott. And I said, Oh my gosh, Kim and Scott look like twins. Oh, wow. If you didn't have your dimples and that hair, I would have thought y'all literally were the same person. Oh, it's, it's Kyle. It's the real twin. Scott, but Scott used to be a fatty. You see how skinny he is now? Oh, only a sister could say that about her brother. <laughs> yeah. He's lost a lot of weight on uh, weight. Yes, he looks good. Yeah, he looks fantastic. So I was excited about that. But um, I guess we better get into what we're getting into today. Uh you know, I am um, actually uh, doing another podcast today to promote my Audible. Uh, which, which is just... trending. Before we get into what we're going to get in, since we're talking about it, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but let me do the no. flower. Kim's Audible. Get out the camera like that. Your face looks huge. You fixed it. Okay. Fix Kim's Audible. A variety named it one of the top 10 podcasts to listen to. And you were up there with some heavy hitters. Oh, oh. And Kim's was in one of the top 10 named by Variety uh, yep. about this comedy that her and Lena Waithe created. Lena Waithe from The Shy in the 20s, mm -hmm. Queen and Slim. They created, and it's uh, kind of unofficially kind of loosely based on Kim's life. And she's a stand-up comic slash actor struggling, trying to make it into the big A-list category. And she gets this boy, she gets this boy who was dropped up. Can you hear that? What? I am doing a podcast. The computer, Sherry. I know. Hello. Uh uh. Did you answer the phone? Did you no. answer the phone in the middle? Hello. Of the Are you kidding? Julie's even laughing. We didn't have a chance to introduce Julie. Lord Jesus. We'll go back to the podcast. You're usually way more professional than this. That's a lie. We're not I was, was, was going to say, as a as an honesty thing, I think I need I to speak up. I can't believe that happened. Part. Let me put this. I can't. That no, and I got to turn off my Wi-Fi. You're right. There's a lot going on. Welcome to Two Funny Mamas, because this is what we do. <laughs> this is how we got an NAACP Image Award. Happy holidays. So Happy. Variety. Okay, Variety. Named it one of the top 10. I'm not leaving this. Named it one of the top 10 podcasts to listen to. So please go to audible.com, subscribe and search Kim, K-Y-M, 
And it's just, she's struggling. She gets this boy pretty much dropped on her voice, her doorstep. And And, uh, she's got to deal with it. And you play my best friend. And I play her best friend slash security guard slash manager. Yes. You play Myra. I play Myra. And I'm literally, it's so many names in here. Kim is so loved. Jennifer Lewis, Kim Coles, Jess Hilarious. Oh my gosh. Cynthia Arrivo, Lena Waite. It's so people who came in. David A. Arnold. David A. Arnold. Speaking played, of, speaking of, David A. Arnold played my uh, love interest, which I fought Lena against. I was like, I, me and David friends. I don't want David playing. And then you know, David, let it happen. Let it happen, Kim. <laughs> and it was the best choice. You know, when you're friend, you ever. can't think about it, ever for him to play Big T because I think he was channeling his father, who started the OJ's, and I think that. Yeah, so he was doing him because he was a one. He's a one-hit wonder on this show, and uh, an R and B, and and he did an excellent job. And so, if you get a chance, go to Audible, please, uh, to listen to it's a sitcom for years, Kim, um, and it's fun. But which is great right now. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a Black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Edumatainment. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective. Now we can go ahead and segue. Uh, speaking of David A. Arnold, uh, my very good friend, uh, we have with us today a very special guest, her first time on the uh, Two Funny Mamas podcast. No. Uh, no. You know, I said I It's her first oh, time. I know. Yeah, I was going to say it's yes. her first time. And, uh, but, you know, dear friend of mine, of, and of course, of my dear friend. Please welcome to Two Funny Mamas, the wife, the friend, 
the executive, the producer, the creator. Of course, she's all of those things. The mother of uh, and, and David Arnold's, uh, David A. Arnold's wife, uh, Julie. I want to say Julie A. Arnold. I know. Julie. <laughs> Julie! Hi guys, hey. not quite Julie A. Arnold. I'm Julie H. Jeha, Julie Harkness Arnold. But hey, ladies. Can I say, Julie, you you look so lovely. It's so many things. Um, just wanting to say to you. Number one, did David A. Arnold never let you do our podcast? Because he sure would jump on a million sure times. When we I saw it. Wanted- it was my break i was like oh he's gonna go talk to them <laughs> let me go take my little break let me go get my nails done i'm like sherry kim you got him i'm gonna take a little break oh, here that's girl good. yeah that's true you you know yeah. david is is our de facto hubby at least my de facto hubby yes absolutely. thank you the the de facto hubby that i just i used to say david i can't stand you i love you Oh, I can't stand you. I you sure did. Yeah, and then he you came home and I had the same conversation with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it completely. And I, I do have to just bounce back a little bit. I'm sorry about this, but Kim, I, I've listened to your Audible. It is incredible. It's excellent. I had so many laughs, especially during this time I needed laughs. It's so well produced. It's hysterical. And it's just like that. I don't know. I just get this nostalgic feeling how it's produced. Like I'm just here. I can visualize everything that's happening. So congratulations. Oh, thank you, Julie. I do appreciate that. And, um, you know, much nicer than David A. Arnold was to Kim. Yes. (laughs) Much nicer. You know, watching you guys. Yes. Yeah. So watching brothers and sisters at it the whole time, (laughs) whole time. And, um, there are, of course, some things that we, we want to talk about. David was so loved. Uh, I know the world is still in shock. Um, I know you are, the girls are, yes. um, all his friends. Um, I am, you know, all of us. Uh, but David was so, first of all, I guess I want to ask you, how are you guys doing? How, David passed on September 7th of this year, right? So yeah. it, it's been, you know, a couple months, but it, Seems like a blur. It might be feel like a week to you, but how are the girls and how are you doing? Thank you. Um, well, I think Kim, you've been such an incredible support. So um, you've gone through this whole process and this journey with us. The, the girls, you know, it's moment mm-hmm. by moment. I do believe the girls mm-hmm. are doing the best that they can be doing at this time. They um, are keeping active and busy at school. Uh, you know, David was such a strong father that he is in them. So just like their father, they are driving forward. They are um, driving ahead. It is doesn't come without its challenges, you know, um, but they are doing as well as, as expected. They have a great support system and they're doing, I think, you know, good. Good, good. That is so. How are you doing? Uh, um, I'm doing. I'm just. I feel like I'm in the motion of just moving, 
and um, I do need to do better with self-care. I feel like at the beginning I was doing good with self-care, but David and I worked out together, so it's hard for me to work out. I haven't, I haven't worked out, to be quite transparent, maybe a hike or here or there. I have friends who were like, we're going on a hike, um, but not like how we used to work out, so I miss that. And I just, that's one thing that's bonded me with him. Um, so I, I need to get that back, but that's part of the process. You know, it's such, it's um, just Julie, whenever David, he talked about you on stage, I want to know, you know, him, you literally, you and the girls were his lifeblood of stand-up comedy on the stage. Um, when he would get on that stage and, and bear your deepest, <laughs> darkest secrets, I remember when he talked about you breaking your leg, I think... And you were on the cruise ship and had to be like your leg was in a leg yeah. wheelchair. And it yeah. and to people who don't know you and David, sometimes he would seem so harsh because he was very picky. He was very how did you feel that David would just talk about you and your marriage? He would say, yeah. It's just like a cage come down, let the death match begin. That's marriage. You know, honestly, it's it was just the truth. You know, I feel so, first of all, I have to say when the whole leg thing, it happened the night before I, I went on a cruise. And by the time I got in my room on the cruise, there was the Willie there because of Kim. Kim had ordered that cruise. I don't know how she got that Willie in, my, in Miami. It was a cruise ship in Miami of all those cruise ships. She found our room and had that Willie in there by the time I limped my way into that room. I was so happy to get it too. So thank you, Kim. But, but Julie was, you don't understand, it, it is weird. I feel like I'm in their marriage. When I tell you, David is fussing, Kemp, Julie don't want to use the Willie thing. I said, you tell Julie I don't order that Willie thing. She's going to use the Willie thing. And when I tell you, this was a constant. So I, I definitely was a sister, if nothing else. Because he told me she hurt her leg. So I was like, I have got, oh, I love that picture. I have got to get the Willie thing for Julie because she's not going to have fun. He says she tried to walk around this cruise ship without the wheelie thing. He said after she walked one time from one end to the other ship to the next, she was like, oh, I gotta go get the wheelie thing. Yeah, that wheelie <laughs> thing was my best friend. Yeah, I was exhausted. Those crutches get to you, but when you get on that wheelie, you're like, bam, let's go. I left them uh, all behind. I'm like, sorry, you're too slow. I was no, like, you're too Literally, David put it all in his stand-up, and I remember the first time I heard it, Julie, at the Laugh Factory, me and everybody in the crowd were cracking up about him going, Julie, I told you to use the Willie. <laughs> I mean, and it was, and I would always say, how does Julie feel, David, about you making everything that is private public? Right. Was there any you know, other? Yeah, I'm sorry, he, go. Um, I, I will have to say there was parts of it that was uh, very irritating because you're waking up in the morning with the camera right there. But there was other parts where it was just real. It's just the truth. And I now celebrate it because I feel like I got, I, I got to be in love 
I got to explore a marriage for 20 years. I got to do this. Like not everybody gets to do that. And I got to have love and all the aspects of it, you know, the messy parts, the irritating parts, the frustrating parts, the blissful parts, the true love parts, the unconditional parts, all of it. I got to do it. And I had it for 20 years. So I feel very blessed to have. Wow. Well said. 20 years, 20 years. You think about that. That's two decades um, of just being with, with the man. And like you said, being in love and we know the love that, that David had for you. I, when he gave you your anniversary, it was you guys's how, what was that your anniversary or your birthday? It was Were, my 50th birthday, birthday. My 50th. Yes. 50th birthday. And I remembered oh, you. He worried us. Go ahead. He worried us. Today. And I remember to the day, Julie, when he called because Tom Jordan had bought Kim and I a bunch of Louis Vuitton bags and David called me and he was like, look, I'm looking for a bag for Julie. Can I, can I get one of yours? And I was like, why David, would you give Julie a used bag? And he's like, you, you're not using them. Why can't Julie have one? And I was like, you're right. But Julie don't want no used Louis Vuitton bag from me. Why, you making the money, won't you get her? When I tell you, and he did the same thing to you, didn't he Kim? He sure did. He was like, you not using all of them. They're probably still in the box. Yes. <laughs> but when he it was, came back mm -hmm. and showed us the video and talked about you and his love for you, it just was like, ah, I said, David, how does Julie put up with you? Well, I know, I know how to answer that. I spent the time that I did and then I sent him off to you guys. <laughs> I tapped out, you're up. <laughs> and that probably, you know, that's probably why you all stayed married so long because he would go on the road and he had all these great women around him. Um, he comes from a family of women, but you're right. You would send him off. And that, that is true. That's probably a secret to that because I always called him my uh, road husband. Um, but it was more like my brother because there, it, ugh, when I tell you, we would fight, so, uh, ooh. Uh, and then we would fight on stage, like the audience wasn't there. That's what's so crazy. <laughs> we, I didn't give a damn, you know I didn't care. Um, so it's been uh, wonderful. I know we're all in shock, um, but I really wanna get to what we need to, to clarify and put out there, Julie. What happened to David Arnold, your husband? Why do you feel he, yeah. Why do you feel he is, not even feel that you know for sure? Uh, because David had a clean life. David exercised, David ate well. Um, and with all the things that are happening in the world, I know you've, you know, wanna talk about some things which are important to all of us. Um, um, to know. So I'd just like to hear your story on, on why do you know and, and feel like David has left us? Well, uh, just to echo everything you said, you know, David 
had been sober for 25 years. I've never seen him drink. I've never seen him smoke. He did enjoy a cigar from time to time, but he never had any of those vices. Um, he always worked out. He would brag about his triglycerides and his cholesterol level. And all of that is true. He was, when we did a private autopsy and the results we got back is that everything he said he was, he was. His uh, toxicology report was squeaky clean because he hadn't drank or smoked for over 25 years. Um, he was the picture of health. He was at the top of his game. He worked out, he ate well. So what happened, uh, what they did find, the only irregularity in through his whole body was that his heart was enlarged and it had thickened walls. And the significance of it, him having thickened walls is that it means it was something probably genetic. And this is based off of the cardiologist that I spoke to. If he just had an enlarged heart, then that could mean he may have had a virus or he took some kind of medication or some kind of vac vaccine that could have led to this. But because of the thickened walls, it is something that he had genetically that we did not know about. And the reason why it take, has taken me so long to discuss this is because, because it's something genetic, I wanted to make sure that the girls were cleared and that our daughters were okay. So. Uh, we went to a pediatric cardiologist and got a panel of tests done on the girls. And fortunately, truly blessed, the girls are fine. But because it is something genetic, we do have to test them every year. But uh, they believe that David had hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, uh, which is pretty much you hear about the athletes who are at the top of their game in the best shape and then they drop dead. It's that same thing. It's called the like a hidden killer, unfortunately. And we believe that that what led to Davis' demise. Is there so, some... Go ahead. Sorry, Kim. Um, you know, not knowing this, Julie, is there something that you would tell other people that when we go to the doctor, you know, to ask the doctor to look at certain things or is it only genetic? So we don't have you know, to be concerned. You know, Sherry, that's so tough because David would see his doctor, obviously he was very healthy. So he was in constant contact and he was working out, but they would have never went um, looked for this or given him an echo because he was so healthy. Uh, unless you genetically know that this runs in your family, you don't know to look for it. Only thing I can suggest is that every few years or when you do get your physical, you know, ask, say, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and get a echo just to check to make sure everything's in rhythmic formal to see if my heart has enlarged within the past 12 months. It's really tough. Um, the only, like the solace that I have is the fact that normally we have this condition. The first symptom is you passing out, which is horrible. So it's always, almost like it's too late, but I do find comfort in the fact that David fainted, passed out first before he felt any pain. Um, and that gives me a little comfort. Wow. Okay. Um, 
So, well, that that is important uh, because I know there, you know, people always speculate people where David was so loved um, and people were asking um, all, you know, people want to know. I, I'll be honest with you. I, I love David, too. And, you know, I've, I've walked as well. I had did not realize how loved David Aon was. I, I, I was blown away at the outpouring of support and the people that showed up at the celebration. Were you shocked by that? I was not, I was su surprised. I'm still surprised by how many people are still reaching out, sending me messages, just touching base saying, just thinking of you. I have, and the support, not only from the fans, it has been so exceptional. I have been so touched and moved by it. it you can't, and, and the girls too. That's part of our healing and recovering is through the love that we've gotten. But not only through our fans, but it's a testimony of Dave, how many people love David, even professionally and personally, because Nickelodeon, our family at Nickelodeon, Will Packer, uh, Three Arts Entertainment, they have heartbeat, has, they have been so loving and supportive. And normally when you hear big names like that, you think, oh, financially they're help. It's really not that. It's really, I got you. And when you call me in two months, I'm still gonna be here. That kind of support. Right, that's, right. that's what I need is, the fact that when I call next July, when I reach out, you know, yeah. they'll still be there or they'll beat me to it because they've just called me and just said, I'm checking in on you, sister. So that's, that means so much. That is a testament to who you are, who, who David was. And I guess that's the question. What's next? What is next for Julie Arnold, uh, the family? What, what is your, what's your next move? Uh, <laughs> you want to go back to being a rocket, Julie? <laughs> Not going to be joining you in New York anytime soon, but I will say <laughs> this. My um, mental health, making sure that I'm on point and that the girls are on, um, on point mentally because mm -hmm. this is traumatic. Um, it's, it's hard. I know you guys know because... I'm not mm -hmm. only mourning, you guys are grieving with me. So I know you know, um, but I've been really, really blessed. I'm over here now at uh, Nickelodeon working on the show that David and I created called That Girl Lele. They've embraced me with open arms. Uh, they give me the, the freedom, even though I'm here every day and I'm working every day and I love it because it is the baby, it's my baby as well. And I bring, uh, continuing Davis legacy feels good to be here. They get it if I need a break, if I need to take a few moments or if I just need to go cry. Um, so that's where I am now and I'm loving it. And I look forward to every everything's to come. We're gonna start a foundation in David's name. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's, that's gonna be the next thing on our list. And then David was working on projects. He was literally had me writing on projects um, when he passed away. And so those things, I'm really hoping that we can bring those to the forefront as well. Well, fantastic. Is there anything else that you 
you know, want to wrap up with or any advice to women who lose their husband or anything you want to say uh, uh, and uh, to wrap this whole um, interview, I would say, up or conversation with you because, you know, we talk a lot, but we don't talk publicly. Um, but just um, or, or just say goodbye and Merry Christmas. I don't know. Well, if any women out there who find themselves to be new widows, you can always reach out to me um, oh, and we nice. can go through this process together and and just, you know, I, I wish everybody the very best of everything. Thank you again and again for your support and your love and to have the best holiday ever because Thanksgiving we got through pretty well. Um, Christmas has been pretty shaky, but... Um, Dave, this is one little thing I want to share real quick. David had blessed us before he passed away with a trip, trip over Christmas. And I tried to cancel the trip because, you know, emotionally I just wasn't there. And I prayed, I'm like, God, am I supposed to go on this trip? And sure enough, I called those airlines. They're like, uh, your ticket's not refundable. <laughs> it was like, be sorry, we are going to go. And, um, and remember I, I said to- that. I know you've been telling me, you're like, you got to go. Um, I have perfect peace about it now and I'm looking forward yeah. to it and I feel like David will be with us. So well, thank you guys. Don't leave. I want to ask you. Say that again, Julie, because I interrupted you. I'm sorry. I just wanted to say thank you, Sherry and Kim, for loving David and loving us, loving me and Anna Grace and Ashlyn and just being there for us. Um, Julie, cause you know how much we love you. I remember we were pregnant at the same time. Uh, <laughs> at, at, I think it was at Tangie's baby shower, um, who's also, you know, comedic actress and just, uh, mm-hmm. and meeting you there and, and th- cause I thinking you were the most, like the sweetest person, which I still don't think anybody's equal to in sweetness. Mm-hmm. But is there anything that people who are fans of David, of your marriage, like you you and David gave everybody hope in marriage, your videos, you know, you would sit in bed and you'd be doing something and David would be talking in that camera and you, that laugh of yours is just joy, pure gold. When David would make you laugh, I would, you better get that caffeinated stroke, Julie. Um, oh God! Uh, not the not the mm. caffeinated, mm-hmm. the caffeinated mm-hmm. <laughs> and you would laugh. But there are so many fans who go, "I just want to do something." Is there anything that the girls need? Is there a a fund that they can donate to something? Because I know a lot of people just go, "We love David so much." Is there anything that we can do? Time to eat. Uh- Kim got all the treats right there. Um, yes. How about if I leave down and we can get it on the Chiron for everybody, if anybody wants to, just for the girls, if they if they feel the need. and Or for David's foundation that's coming up, because we want to share the love. We want to pass down things in David's name um, and his legacy. So thank you for asking, but absolutely. We love you, Julie, so much. And um, I'm here in New York. I'm always, the the times that you're on my mind is when I'm laying in bed and I just was like, Julie ain't gonna appreciate me calling her and no dog on two in the morning. So I just always 
pray because we're on different time zones. But I just want to tell you, just aside from David, Julie, you have always just inspired me um, to think about loving again because David would not be David A. Arnold without Julie standing there, supporting him, encouraging him, helping mm -hmm. him with the videos. And so it's just, you are such an inspiration. And again, you know, you know, we all got you because we, we love you, period. Thank you guys. We love you too. Always will. Until next time. Oh. Mwah. Thank you, Julie. We love you. Thank you for coming on. Bye. Bye-bye. That was Julie oh, Arnold, everybody. Oh, so, so glad she came on. Um, that was good. good stuff. Huh? You're going to cry. That's what you're going to do. You're going to just start crying. Just I'm not. What? I know. You have been. Hey, 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 hey. I'm doing a podcast. That'll, that'll snap you out of it. That'll snap That's you out of it. Out of it. <laughs> there it is. That's all we hey, need. Joshua. Just some snap all back to reality. Him will snap you back out of, uh, out listen, of. Listen, listen. You hear the screaming? You hear the screaming? You hear this? Why is that? Why? That, someone told Joshua brush his teeth. I don't know what he's doing. This is, I'm on a podcast. Hey! Hey! I don't know what's happening. Joshua! Stop on Joshua. You know he's dramatic, right? You know he's dramatic. Let me I close the door. I heard him in the play. Close that door for Is me. he mad because he didn't get that one line? <laughs> Thank you. He thought he felt he felt he should have been higher up on the shot list. Leave it to Joshua to upstage David A. Arnold. <laughs> you see that? Oh God. You need to show Lord, you need to show Joshua some of those clips of uh, David clowning his family and be like, "You want me to start doing this? You want me to start oh, in on this?" <laughs> Kim, you can always get somebody out of the doldrums. I love it. I know you were about to cry, and then Joshua cuts a fool, and then Joshua cuts a fool, and and that's 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 Kim. You need a friend like him. Let me tell you something. <laughs> when I start eating a cracker again, you need. What are you eating? It was something on my desk. I saw it. Oh no! <laughs> and I ate it. You know, There's you a lot of lot not... of people, a lot of people in and out of your house. You need to make sure. This is what I love because I think that fans, you know, we, we keep trying to pretend this is live. <laughs> I think the fans who are watching this, this is really emotional, and you know, God puts somebody like Kim Whitley in your life to take you from that emotional place that you're about to be in with the Joshua. L listen to it. I just found this uh, food sitting up. It was on the floor next to your book, Sherry, and it looked good, so I'm eating it right there now. It good callback. That is Kim that will put a smile on your face when you just... Because uh, okay, I saw you, you was about to break, and if you break, then I'm going to start breaking. David, I'm not going to do it. One day I might pass out and be like, David, but right now I'm trying to hold it hold it down. There's so many people hurting and I'm yes. glad that we had Julie on. I, I think this gave a lot of people not closure, but you know, answers to um, um, like what, you know, what happened. And it, it was really nice for them to actually hear Julie speak. You know, she's always been yes. like this, this kind of, I don't want to say secondary character, but the mm -hmm. sidekick to 
David. So to hear Julie, and and I have to tell you, Julie just literally her heart of gold, her patience for that husband of hers, uh, yeah. that she was married to, everybody would always go, how does Julie put up with you, David A. Arnold? And she's just such a wonderful woman. And, and um, Anna Grace and Ashlyn, just okay. incredible girls. So I'm glad that you that you brought. We don't have to edit this. Otherwise, uh, that literally, Chris, sounds like we should be calling the police. <laughs> on whom? On whom? No, literally. It sounds like we should be calling the police on Kim. It sounds like if we kept that unmuted, we would be aiding and abetting a crime. Yeah, I'm not into that. I, I think I'm not that, into that either. I don't. And, Nor is. What's the name of your company? Because <laughs> I'm mid, not going to be the only one going down. Midcoast Media LLC and Two Funny Mamas LLC, of which Sherry Shepard is a 51% controlling owner. That's the only time that would bite me in my ass. I own 51%. Yeah. So I get longer jail time. <laughs> So while Kim tends to that, I uh, I wanted to ask you about this, and we can talk to Kim too. This is hilarious if you're watching at home. Um, it's just, we have it. So if you're wondering why we haven't taken Kim off the screen, we have it set up for different virtual sets, and I assume Kim's going to come back on. So you all can just enjoy the show. If you just uh, looked at Kim's body language, you're mm -hmm. aiding and abetting. That's true. I'm doing this the whole time. Uh, Sherry, I wanted to ask you about this. We've only got so much time today because I can't think Kim has a heart out too. Um, Janet Jackson. Oh my God. Ha have I seen? Oh. <laughs> well, we'll you, get Kim you know back when, when we. You know when Kim has to disappear, Chris. Things it are is... serious. <laughs> yeah, now, now I really feel like we aiding and abetting. I feel like yeah. probably about 10 minutes ago we should have called. We should call the authorities. I right. feel Again, like I, I wonder Julie, if, we, what were you going to say? I said, I feel like when Julie was talking, I should have called the police. <laughs> right. As a preemptive, like, hey, there's about to be a change, a shift in the conversation and there's going to be an atomic yeah. bomb going off. All right. Janet Jackson on, on the Sherry show. What, what's going on here? Explain to me what you've been. Can, can we get the behind the scenes on this? What's happening? You know, Thank you, Andy. That's extra work. That's great job by Andy, the engineer. <laughs> that's a raise right there um you know anybody who knows me knows i'm like a super fan of janet jackson i have all of her albums i have her programs from all of the concerts that i've been to which sucks because had i known she was coming i would have brought up brought all of my memorabilia like tour jackets and everything but so john said on the air he said he had a surprise for me and i i literally didn't know what it was. I thought the surprise that he was going to have was either Trevor Noah or Oprah. Hey, Trevor Noah's time has freed up recently. Uh, that's a good guess. Absolutely. Vacationing wherever with his little girlfriend. Um, but I thought it was Oprah or Trevor Noah. And because Janet does not do interviews. She just like literally cut down on the number of interviews she's doing. I tried to get her on when I was subbing for Wendy and she, you know, it was like, she's not doing interviews. Right. She only did two. 
for her documentary. I think it was like uh, Kelly Clarkson and The Real. And then she canceled a bunch of interviews. So it completely was, I saw her at a party and I said, Janet, if you come on the show, it'll be a really fun interview. Um, you know, with, uh, the show's just gonna be for you. And she just kind of was very noncommittal. So John, I, I said, John, I'm sorry, Chris, when the door opened, cause I didn't hear the voice that said, Sherry, I've got a surprise for you. Cause the audience was going crazy. So they saw Janet before I did, and I looked, and I lost it. There, people say, why did you cry? Yes, she's a superstar. She was at the Kingdom Hall with me when I was younger. We, we had gone to the same Bible study, younger. But there's something about a superstar walking out, somebody that you just like, they're just an icon. Every memory that I had came in my head when she was Penny on Good Times, when she was on Fame. Um, her first song, Come Give Your Love to Me, all of that was in my head. And it just was like, I started crying. I, I you know. When are you supposed to? I, that's, that's, that's a huge moment. That, and also, it also, it signifies that you've achieved what you wanted to achieve because this person that you see way up here is now on your show, which means you did it. And that made me really emotional too, because they told me later that Janet really wanted to come and support me, that she wanted that to be the, sh I think I was the first show that she kicks, announced her tour. She did it live. And then I think if I'm not mistaken, I was the first show. And when they told me that she spoke so highly of me backstage, I, you know, I was like, she knows who I am. And, and I'm not saying that, oh my God. And that, that's the ugly, that's the ugly face, but. No, but that's, but, that's I, what I, it's I'm all not, about. Yeah. And like, I'm not trying to be like, oh, you know, Sherry, of course you know who you is. I, I know, I know. Kim Whitley is known. We've been in the business a long time, but when somebody that you really, really like just love, when they turn their head and they look at you, I just, it just blew my mind that she said she wanted to come and support me. And when I started crying and she reached her hand and she goes, you're crying. And she wiped my face. I'm like, that's the last thing you need to be doing because I'm crying more. <laughs> and then she's like, like, she's so tender. So here it is. I'm 55. Janet is 56. I'm acting like I'm seven. And she acted like she's a nine year old. I go, what the <laughs> is wrong with us? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, the, the older sibling. She held yeah. me. My head was on her chest, and she's like holding me, and I'm going, Sherry, what the is wrong with you? That's what I was thinking in my head. Get the what the is did, wrong with you, Sherry? Did she but, smell like a like an like a living angel, like an angel on earth? Like what? What describe the moment? She smelled just great. <laughs> she smelled of contentment and peace. <laughs> but um. John Murray, who's my best friend, who's the executive producer, I fought to get him that title and the power of executive producer because he's so smart and innovative and he's a lover of everything daytime since he was a little boy. So he brings such a freshness to the show. That was all him. He knew I would, that I loved Janet. Wouldn't you say, and Kim is back if we want to bring her back on. Uh, yes. I would say his creativity and passion makes things like that happen because it's not just a stale moment like, oh, hey, not stale, but you could, there's other guests that would take him 
way less work to get on to the show and to surprise you like that. Shout out to John. Wonderful Absolutely. job. John is a really good friend of Kim's. I was just kind of extolling John's virtue, Kim, um, and what he brings. Oh, on. I was texting uh, uh, Chris. He was my friend first. Oh, sorry. I was saying oh, John that. Murray. No, he was yeah. not. No, he was not. You want to call John on the phone right now? Yes, I can call John on the phone right now because okay, he was cool. never your friend. He was never he your was friend. My friend for way before you. Are you kidding me? No, no, oh, I'm not. You. That's so not true. No, I'm calling. Let's see whose phone he picks up. Let's see who he picks up first. Oh, it went voicemail. Oh, it went to voicemail. Is mine going to voicemail? No, because you you called after me. What? No, mine with the voicemail because you was calling at the same time. No, call me, John. Call me. Don't call me. No, Terry. he answered the no. phone when I called him. No, tell, no. Him, tell him he's on a podcast, too. Okay, Let's God, you are two funny mamas. Okay. Who who did you know first? I said, you're my best friend. Kim said she knew you first. I knew you first. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Uh, I'm about to hang up this phone. However, hold it near the microphone. Forget the however. Forget the however, John. You still gonna be executive producer. You tell it. Tell the truth. Yes, Kim, Kim did know me first. What's the however? The however is you listen more than Kim does, so you give me less heartache. <laughs> <laughs> John, that's that an excellent true. way to that put it. That is facts. That is that facts. is so true. Can you give them just a, 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 not a private, but can you give them an an, an example of Kim, when you're trying to advise Kim what she does? Put it toward the mic, Sherry. Every decision Kim makes in her life takes six months. Kim will call you and say, "I don't know if I should go to Whole Foods or Trader Joe's." What, what do you think? And I'll say, "Well, Kim, you'll save money." If you go to Trader Joe's, and she'll go, I know, but Whole Foods, you know, they connect to Amazon, and you know, Amazon, you know, I, I, I get the overnight shipping, and six months later, Kim is sitting there with no food in her refrigerator because she can't decide if she's gonna go to, to Whole Foods or Trader Joe's. So okay, dog, all right, all right, don't you have work to do? Go produce the show. I'm done. I'm done. And Kim, we can he can give you twelve more um, uh, examples. I know. Okay, okay, it's true. It's true. But but let's. End it. What do you love about Kim Whitley? Uh, outside of those dimples. <laughs> oh. You know everyone loves those dimples. Listen, Kim is a good time, and when and if she ain't trying to make a decision, she's so much fun to be around. <laughs> I sound like a prostitute. That's what. <laughs> Say she, you make it sound like a prostitute. <laughs> she played one on TV. She played one on TV. We love you, John. We love you. Oh, wait a minute. John, I just wanted you to kind of speak briefly because uh, we were talking about the Janet Jackson thing, how you pulled that off. And you put it toward the mic. It's not putting it at the camera. Where's the microphone? Hold on one second. I don't yeah, know what a microphone is. You don't have a mic? No, I don't. So I'm I sorry. I'm, 
I don't know what through the computer, Kim. I don't know oh, what the mic. My bad. My bad. You was fancy before. My bad. My bad. Can, can you hear Chris? What he can? I can hear him. Okay, go. So go, John. Go, John. Janet Jackson. It, it was a lot of work. Uh, so the uh, the gentleman who's like her general manager, head of marketing. I knew him when he was an A and R executive at Verity Records, which was a gospel label. Always goes back to the church. But um, um, so yeah, we started talking in, in September. You and I went to an event called Harlem Fashion Row, and her and so Joey, the gentleman who works with Janet, told me then I'm going to try to deliver Janet for you guys uh, when it's time for her to promote her tour in December. And I was like, cool. But, you know, people say they're going to do stuff all the time. They don't always yeah. come. And so uh, right around Thanksgiving, Joey called me. I was home in D.C. He asked me some specifics about our schedule and told me he hit me back a few days later. About a week later, he hit me back and says, I think I can make this work. And when I realized they were serious, I was like, oh, this is probably going to happen. And so I got my our team involved. There was a lot of logistics and you know, it's just, it's just a superstar. So it was a lot of moving pieces, but uh, it all came together. So that's the short version of how it came together, but just know it was a lot of work. Well, I just want to say to you, I love you so much. Oh, look at this picture. For doing that. That that meant so much to me. And Kim, hey, Sherry, how, how excited no. did, you, did you tell the people? Did, no, I didn't tell <laughs> But they, Kim, how... Kim, when I jumped up and down, what you think happened? Oh. I was, let me tell you something. You peed, oh, no. first of all, you peed on yourself when you was jumping up and down. I was like, I be jumping. She know better to jump. And then she did the ugly cry too fast. I was like, damn it, you gonna break right now? The ugly cry, Janet looking at you crazy, like you getting makeup on my clothes. Um, but it was, for me, I know how much that you love her. And this is the bad thing, when it's a surprise. <laughs> You can't control when it's a surprise and it's on national TV. You can't really be like, because you your mind is exploding. That Janet, for, see, people don't understand. For, for more and so was it my bladder. He said, so was my bladder. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, so I would, John, if I was producing it, John, I would have been like, make sure she wears black this day. Because <laughs> she's going to wet herself. But it, I think on national television, John, I think that's the thing. When you're really surprised, people don't understand. Even as a celebrity, celebrities have people they love. And they lose it when they, come on, you can't control it because you're thinking, oh, my God, the camera, I can't. So it's real emotion. And it's not like, oh, I saw Janet backstage. It's that Janet Jackson took the time to come on my show. People don't understand what it takes why y'all think I ain't been on the show? It takes too much. <laughs> it's a lot though. It is. You got hair, makeup. You got to fly there. Your schedule. You got a kid. If you are doing a big favor when you do that, even though you're promoting something for you, it's still a big favor. And that's all what you think about. Like, I cannot believe you did this for me. I saw all of it. I know exactly how you felt. And that's more than, oh my God, I'm a fan. Oh, look at Janet. And you're thinking about what John must have gone through to get there. All of that is happening at one time. So I understood the ugly cry. It was bad, but I understood the jumping up and down. You know how people be like, oh, she doing too much. 
they don't understand. No, she ain't doing enough. She should have laid on the ground and rolled around. Then I'd have been like, that's right. But I didn't roll around on the ground because the camera wouldn't have been able to get my face. It would have been too much. So I had to stay on camera. And that's not when John did it. So, um, and Kim, maybe he will do something like that for you because you're coming back on the show. He's got some stuff planned for you. I'm finally free. I'm off my show. I can't wait to go back to my other show. Finally, my original show, The Sherry Show. And then they took me away. Oh, you know I'm excited, right? No, I've been thinking of all kinds of foolish stuff. Just foolish. John said you booked the job. That's why you couldn't come the first time. That wasn't on us because we had you down. No, y'all had me down. So I booked the job and I couldn't come back on the share. Remember, I was sad and John cussed me out. He was like, what's wrong with you? I was like, what? what can, but I, I want to be on the Sherry show. He was like, if you don't go do this job. But he got a, he got a bunch of plans for you uh, when you come back. I don't know if we announced when you was coming back. I don't know. Do, is it public? We're going to do a special Galentine's Day, the day for singles, the day after Valentine's Day. And it's going to be the, all about the two funny mamas that day. Ah, Kim. So excited. So excited. Girl, let me start doing yeah. some sit-up. trying to get a performance on the show that will allow the two of you to quite cut up. Oh, John, you're such a good producer. I'm excited. Oh, this is going to be fun. And then we, we this is what people, me and Sherry are good friends. Girl, why my daddy say this? My, why my daddy said, I feel like you own the Sherry show. Sherry <laughs> talking about you. I said, I I said Daddy, if we real friends, if we wasn't real friends, it'd be fake. Because when you talk about what you do in your life, it's being your friend. I said, how do you think Gail blew up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how Gail blew up. I love it. <laughs> that, because Gail was on news and her, yes. you know, when you talk about your friend all the time and now that you, you start knowing and then Gail did her thing and now it's Gail, but it's always Oprah and Gail. You think about that. And, um, Friends are, you know, it's a real friendship. And what I love is that we are going to go on tour together. I'm very. We're going to let John go because he's he's in the oh. background or something. So. Hey, John. Okay, John. We love you. Oh, you are you are you in the you in the office? Yeah, I'll be over there in a few minutes. Oh, I just left. It is yeah, Monday. Yeah, we're here. Oh, are you done? Are you done oh. over here? I, uh, oh, like, you know what? I'll be coming I back. I I'm definitely there tomorrow. Okay, cool. I'm going to drop something to your office and um, Mikey Russo sent over here for you. Okay, I'll be, um, yeah, I'll be coming back. All right, I'll let you. Okay, bye. bye. The friendship. Yeah. We are true no, friends. We actually are true friends, and I hated that. Uh, okay, because I can't get emotional. I, John, you know what John told me? He said, because I'd be crying so much on TV. He said, he came in my uh, dressing room and he said, I want you to go get your hormones checked. <laughs> he said, because my mother went through the same thing when she was going through the change of life. Yeah, I was like, like I, you get out of my No, did I tell you? I told him. I said, if you don't take that girl to the doctor. Oh, you told him to tell me that? Absolutely. Because I hormones are, it's you're crying because of your hormones. I'm telling you. You, you're a crier, but you're not a crier like that. And I've gone through different things because of hormones. And I have been a studier of hormones, even through my girlfriends and through myself. I remember the doctor put me on these birth control pills for my skin. Let me mm -hmm. tell you something. 
I cried for two days. I said, I can't, I don't know what's happening, but I couldn't stop crying. So the doctor, he took me off. Oh, everything was fine. It threw my hormones off. And uh, even watching my mother and watching other friends. Um, so I, I need you to get them checked because you're a talk show host. And um, I need your emotions in check. You come over there and it's somebody you really don't like. And you'll be like, I know, you'll be so mad. You'll be like, Kim, I can't stand her. Now she thinks I love her. Okay, that is hysterical. And I, and that you told John to have me, because he sure did come in my room. And he's like, I need you to get your hormones checked. And <laughs> he didn't tell me you said it, which I am going to get my hormones checked because I've been look, crying. Look, look. You know I ain't got no shame. Yeah, you did. And I miss you. I, I miss talking because oh. our time is off because I'm yes. three hours ahead of you. And I hate bothering you because I know how tired you are from doing Act Your Age, your sitcom. So I didn't want to bother you. But I miss talking to you. Like I never I'm, see I'm, you. I know. We got to talk. I'm off work now. It's the holidays. I am going to Cleveland. Uh, let me let me tell I'm being late for Joshua. I got uh, uh I gotta meet with one of Joshua's teachers. Let me just tell you. Oh, them. okay. We gotta get no, off. We let got me, let me, we got about five to eight minutes. Okay. Okay. Um, what do you say? Uh, Cleveland for the holiday for Christmas. I'm going to Cleveland, uh, and then I go. While I'm in Cleveland, I'm going to shoot over to Bowie, Maryland. I have a show for New Year's, uh, which, uh, yeah, I have a New Year's Eve show. Um, I got to say it. I sent I sent it to Chris, but he might not have had time to put it up. Uh, there it is. Look at us. This is us, y'all, in Bowie, Maryland. And uh, it is- You to tell people the, about it? Yes, Bowie Center. Go ahead. Go, Chris. Two big shows, 7 and 10, free parking. That's a winner. New Year's Eve comedy bash. Special guests, Kim Whitley, Dominique, Howie Bell, live music, champagne toast, party favors. Tickets are only 60 bucks for the balcony, 70 for the main floor. And you know what? You can get them by calling the number on the flyer or go to BowieCenter.org. It's Bowie, right? BowieCenter.org. Bowie. BowieCenter.org and Joe Claire, that's J O E C L A I R.com. Get your tickets. It's the Bangin' and Bowie, December 31st. That's right. That's making it happen. New Year's Eve Comedy Bash. Go see Kim. Wait, oh, New Kim Year's Eve, wait, keep that up. That was good. Let me get a picture of that. Look at us. Look at us. Oh, wait, wait. Smile, Sherry. Smile, Sherry. Okay, sorry. I had to just say. <laughs> You know what's so funny? I love that you're doing stand-up on um, New Year's Eve. That is so great. You also had said we're, we're going to start our tour, uh, but our first Two Funny Mamas podcast is going to be in St. Louis. Uh, when are we March, <laughs> March. Oh, boy. This is a three-day thing. I am uh, currently working out some details that you're not able to back out of, so please don't change this on me. No, no, we got it down. We, I know, we I know. So the ladies... The ladies are going to do a live podcast and they've been kind enough to have Andre and myself join them for that. It'll be a big group fun. There'll be great stories, everything. It's a Grandel Theater. Tickets will be out and available the first of the year as soon as Sherry approves some colors for some branding stuff. We're going to make this happen. Going to be a great show. Limited seats, but come say hi. And we're working on something special for Saturday. That'll be for another time. But yes, March 10th. Your girls will be right here in St. Louis. It's going to be a party at the Grandel Theater. It's a beautiful theater. We'll have a really good time. I'm very excited about it. I have some special things 
planned for that as well. So that's the first one. And then we actually, Kim and I are going on our comedy tour. We haven't even named it. Right now it's just generic. Two Funny Mamas presents. Two Funny Mamas, right. Then we go on our comedy tour. Alphabetical order. Because um, I'm determined we will not be on Unsung, the group that didn't stay together. So it's alphabetical right, order. Right. Oh, hey, Al Unsung, Unsung. DM me at Instadenman on Instagram. Whatever you want to know. Love me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, just tell them I need a oh, few so more minutes. Go. So, um, no, we got to promote. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were. Like, she said, we're doing, uh, she said 1130 and it is 1126. Okay, I'm coming right now. Do I have his number to call? Who are we promoting? Okay, all right. It's in my email. All right. Okay, we have uh, black business. We're going to talk about our black business. Okay. Well, let's promote it because we, we're going to lose you and we need to yes. promote black business which I'm very excited about because I love, I love purses and I love bags. And our black business is a young lady. Uh, Kim, you can take it over. Okay. Sorry. Uh, Chris, I, you know. Here, you want a business I, card? You want a picture? I thought you had the, do you have the, the purse with you, I, Kim, or no? I, yes, I do have the purse. Uh, so this is, uh, but I needed you to start me off, Chris. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. We've got some information here. If you're watching at home, we'll pop this up. It's got a. Uh, Alina what, Hot. There it is. Alina uh, yeah, call. Yeah, you can email her. You want to know anything you want. Sales at the UGI. How do you pronounce that, Kim? Is it UGI? 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 Okay, say Ugly. The Ugi? The Ugi. The Ugi bag. Ugi. Okay, Ugi bag. Fine leather bags and accessories. Elena is the owner. There's a write up online. You can check it out. You can also check out the website. That's the UGI. Dot com. The business card is up right now. And I believe we have a QR code as well. You can scan that with your phone. If you're watching at home, you can check that out. Facebook, the UGI, Instagram at the UGI underscore, spell it out, new underscore York. And again, the website, the UGI.com. So check it out. Kim, what do they have available for people? Ooh. Oh gosh, you got to see. Well, so, okay. So my purse came like this. Beautiful. Bag, beautiful bag and then this is the one i picked it was so nice of her to sit look at this bag wow. oh that's very isn't this gorgeous very... yes look at this quality this bag is you know how you get chanel bags and all the kind of stuff when i tell you i absolutely love this bag look at the, the i you see i haven't used it but you could see sorry chris all that noise Taking out the Ooh, stuff. damn. Look at the, the, the it's the, got a lot of room. Yep. Beautiful. Bag. And Elena, beautiful. I want to let you know we're gonna do another spotlight on yeah, you because so I got my purse and I left it at the studio. So it, we're actually gonna spotlight you twice so I can show off and my very, very beautiful oh, bag. You want to show your bag off too. Look oh, at that look bag. At so Alina, look at the bag. these bags you got all you gotta go to her website. Look at the bags in the background. Yes, I love the backpacks. I love the colors. They're bright and they're bold. And it's at the Uji, T-H-E-U-G-I dot com. This is the purse that I ordered. And I can't wait to show it to you what it really looks like. That's not my hand with the wet. I just want to let right. you know. Right, that is not I think my I want that bag now. I got to no. call uh, Kelly and see... Uh, Okay, so when I tell you this, she gave you, you, 
you ordered a black bag, which is I didn't gorgeous. see the one that you. I didn't see the one you ordered. Well, how you say the name? We want to make sure we're not messing it up. Say it again. With an F. What? Oh, we messed up the name. It's not the y'all messing it up. Say you it. Say it. I didn't. Chris said it. You got a call, Kim. Suji. Say it again. Suji. Suji. There you go. Kim, you said me. I went to public school, okay? That's right. Kim's got to go. Okay, girl. And I'll text you. It stands for the Urban Growth Initiative. It's an acronym, but it's Suji. Oh, well, thank you so much. I'll text that to you. Okay. We're on the podcast now. They can hear you. It's spelled oh, T-H-E-U-G-I.com. Okay, I'll call you back. Suji. Got it. Suji. Kim's got a phone call she's got to take. Um, if you put me up on the screen, I wanted to say, Kim, there it is. There we go. We Thuji. got it. Suji. All right, Kelly. Thank you, yes. honey. All right. Oh, absolutely. All right. Bye-bye. We'll see you guys before Christmas, most definitely. Come to St. Louis. Oh, yeah. Get your Christmas present March 10th, Kim. Oh, Oh, that smells good. I tell you. Okay, I'm sorry. Right. So we're Damn gonna it. lose you, Kim. And I'm okay, gonna go, go talk to uh, uh, Joshua's uh, teachers. Y'all go ahead and, and keep it moving. All right. <laughs> I love you y'all. Know, oh, here. Tell you what. You know, bye, right. bye, right Kim. That. I guess here right. we'll we'll get some more info. On his shirt. That is. I said, come awesome. to St. Louis. Get your Christmas present. <laughs> okay, that's funny. I love it. Can't wait to unwrap it. All right. Bye, hey. y'all. Bye, Kim. Sherry, you want to you want to talk for a minute? You, I didn't. I don't know if we want to. I didn't plan on sticking around. I know you have a busy day too. Uh, I thought with the holidays, everything else, just a quick thank you to all the listeners, everybody who supported. We didn't get to tell Julie, but all of you care about David A. Arnold a ton as well. That video with the compilation of all his uh, appearances here, the biggest video on the Two Funny Mamas channel. I can hear him laughing and making fun of you right now for it um i know you all <laughs> i know we're, i know we're doing the live show here i know you've got stand-up dates you all have been so busy and holidays are a good time to let everybody know how you feel about them all that good stuff so i wanted to say everybody here at midcoast media loves working with you all the wonderful people that tune in all the time hopefully you all have some uh, some great holiday events coming up and everything but to kim and sherry Seriously, what a pleasure it is doing this. And we've got the live show in St. Louis coming up, and hopefully there's more crazy spinoffs of whatever this has been. But what a wild – the fact that this is still going and you all are here recording on, you know, the week of Christmas of 2022 <laughs> after Kevin Hart Studios were supposed to pick up the show. We were supposed <laughs> to edit it. We, you get saddled with a third voice, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and, and all this madness. So thank you to you two. Thank you to Edie. Thank you to Siobhan, Andre, the whole Two Funny Mamas family. So I, I just wanted to get that out there and say thanks to everybody and tell you two you're doing a great job. We've in it's we've had a great time. It's so funny. I can't believe it's been three years because uh, we started maybe a week before the pandemic. And um I, and and it's so funny because I just remember we started research. talking. We started talking. We started talk yeah, because we started in May on Mother's Day. That's mm -hmm. what it was. And um, gosh, I just remember doing all this research on how to do a podcast. What do we have to do? 
what kind of equipment do we have to get? What? And I was just like, oh my gosh. And and the reason why, if people want to know, I took 51% because I was doing all the work. Because so I was like, work. if I got to ask Kim for one thing, a staple, she's going to back out of this podcast because it took three or four years to get her to agree to it. So I was like, I got to do all the work. I don't know what I'm doing. And all of a sudden, you sent me an email or a text or something. I'll tell you and- exactly what happened. Your what Twitter, happened? because I had your cell phone number, because we had just loosely kept in touch, whatever, however you keep in touch after a really fun interview in St. Louis. And the point was, oh, we were going to maybe do our roast show when we went back out to L.A. or something. You're like, yeah, let me know what's going on. So we just loosely kept in touch. Your phone was connected to the Twitter account you created. And then my phone buzzed and said, your contact Two Funny Mamas is now on in, on Twitter. And I looked and I was like, what the? And I look, I go, oh, Sherry's got her cell phone connected to her Twitter. So I texted you. I was like, this is so awesome. I swear I told you to do this three years ago. Great work. You know, awesome. And then you were, <laughs> you were like, I need help. <laughs> What's happening? Because I couldn't ask him. I'm like, I better, I told Kim I got it all. Don't worry about nothing. I got it. So it's been um, just a great joy with Midcoast Media. And thank you for putting up with us, me, when I was late on making the payments. I don't think we didn't pay. Look, I think I got a First bill all, in. You... I think I called him. No, look, Chris, let me before I forget. I think I got a bill in from like last October. And I was like, Kim, are you not paying the bills? <laughs> because Kim has now. Uh, Cause I got Why this show. T- <laughs> I could, I, you put your business out there. It's so funny. I know, Cause I'm putting it on Kim. Kim said, I will take over paying the bill because I have been paying the bills for two years straight. And so when I did the show, I was like, I just can't keep doing all of this stuff. And Kim was like, I'm going to take over paying the uh, bills. So I don't know if you didn't got your money. If not, Kim is really good. Though. We're square. We're square. I will it's say this. There's some... <laughs> And Kim is good about not only making payments, but calling you when you owe her money. Kim, there, I don't, I don't borrow very often, but there's a time when I was like, I remember I told Kim, Kim, I need to buy a house. Like I'm so tired of renting and I don't have the down payment. She wired that money so fast, but then they outbid me on the house. And I said, Kim, they outbid me. When I tell you, my business managers are calling me going, Kim Whitley is mad. She wants her money right now. And I'm like, Kim, I can't get it to you right now. She was like, I want my money. You never run off with my it money. It's over. <laughs> if Kim loans you money and you tell her you're going to pay her back, oh, she'll be on that phone. She will be at your house. Kim gets her money. <laughs> There's something I, I have a lot of respect for someone who's both generous and tidy with their own stuff. Like, it's good that they're generous, but if they if you... If they don't like the way things are going, she's on top of it too. So, okay. So, you're in New York. You uh, you have... You're staying there for Christmas? Yeah, I'm not doing, I mean, I'm doing something major. I'll, I'll announce it when I get back. Uh, so during the holidays, it's something like really, really major. But yeah, I'll be here. I'm not flying back. Oh, that was my, that was when I fell in for Wendy. Uh, <laughs> that's going to be my Halloween outfit <laughs> next year. Um, but it's just been so crazy and um, feeling so blessed. Love the show, love doing the show. I had to buy, and I'll talk about this next time. I had to buy Christmas gifts. Normally, when you uh, are on an ensemble or a sitcom, the cast will buy Christmas gifts for the crew and the staff. This is the first time I had to buy it Christmas gifts for everybody on my staff and my crew, hundreds of gifts. 
And when I tell you, me and Edie missed about 40% of the people, like literally 60% of the people got their gift and 40% was like, I didn't get one. I didn't get one. <laughs> so I'm still trying to play catch up. But that was, uh, but it's been great. And uh, I got to go back to the studio, even though we're on hiatus because the work does not stop. Because how do you top Janet Jackson? <laughs> well, I bet you'll try and find out. Well, that's wonderful. Okay. I wanted to just get a couple words in uh, so the fans can get a little bit more out of it. Uh, anything else you have going on? Oh, I wanted to, if we can, B-flat is coming home, you know her, from Tighten Up Tuesday every uh, week on the show. Shares a big supporter. We've got a flyer for B-flat because you know what? She's doing St. Louis next week. She's going to be home and look who's on there with her. Our friend Tina D-Ball, she's very funny. She's out on tour with Chelsea Lynn right now. And then Precious. We're at one year since Precious had her horrific accident and you two Funny Mamas fans came through. Wendell came through. Everybody came through. Sherry, Kim. Uh, so if you're in St. Louis next week, cheap tickets. Uh, B-Flat's going to showcase this. It's going to be really fun. It's Central Stage. Uh, Metro Ticks is where you can get your tickets. Three very funny women and uh, B-Flat obviously holding down that stage. So that's at our, I, our, our I, place. So please support B-Flat. She is so funny. B-Flat was out here in New York with me. And um, she was supposed... Oh, my God. Oh, let me tell you real quick. Uh, she was supposed to spend the night. And she didn't end up spending the night. She went home. But I am going to have her on, on, on my show for our Laugh Lounge. We, had to, we got to fill it in with some other um, comics. But B flat is definitely coming. But she came and she was a hoot at my job. They loved her so much. But um, she performed with me. Kevin Hart has a game show called. It's online. It's called. Um, yeah, hang on. You know what show that is? It's online. Yeah, Darn it! I guys... twice. And when I tell you, I'm not supposed to talk. Well, no, no, I can't say what the outcome was. But it's, Ga it's celebrity game face. Celebrity game face. So he. It's him and his wife, Aniko, and it's three celebrities and their partner. And we have to do all kinds of crazy stuff, uh, you know, in our home. And so I asked B to be my partner, Chris, in this celebrity game phase. And when right. I tell you this, I almost called her B. This girl here had Kevin Hart cracking up. What was so great was a lot of people didn't know B flat because it was uh, it was Roxy Diaz and her partner. It was Kevin and Aniko. It was Candy Burris and and her husband Todd. And it was me and, and B. So a lot of people didn't know B. And as soon as Kevin came on, he was like, B flat, one of the funniest comics out here in the game. One of the most underrated comics. He just gave her her props, and everybody was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and and B-Flat was like, you know, Kevin, because when we was doing this, you know, and I did this. They toured together. Oh, my God. And so Kevin told the story of how B-Flat would take him on the road with her when he was a struggling comic. Like, he said it. And he talked about how the car broke down. And she was like, I know that car broke down. And when we were doing this. And then I, and it was, and she lightened up. And I was like, you can't smoke be on the sh on the show you can't light up and um he she had kevin cracking up but the stuff i cannot wait for you guys to see celebrity game face it won't be out until like march but it would disc i was like you can't be cursing on the show b um 
it was so funny. The things that Kevin had me and B-flat do, I couldn't have picked a better partner to do this show with. I was so mad at her. I was like, B, we got to win. Like, we got, we going <laughs> to, okay, oh, you just guarantee we're going to lose. Well, right. you know, I, I told the Wiz, I, she's on my hardwood floors. She got to have a drink. She didn't spill the drink while we trying to do the exercise. I said, girl, but I tell you, that girl was so much fun. She I cannot wait for you to see Celebrity Game Face and see B-Flat, because... <laughs> oh, she's so funny. And she had to leave. I wanted her to stay, and she said, you know, I got to go get my train. So she took the train home, but she is going to be back. She is going to be on my show. I cannot wait. She is. She's going to have a big year. Yeah. And she's and I love it. I love that Kevin did that. I love that you put her on. I love that Kim, you all with the channel, everything. And uh, the Picassos have become something serious. So I'm excited. Again, B-flats here in St. Louis next week. Go see Kim on New Year's Eve if you're in Bowie, Maryland. And we then, Mar uh, Yeah. And watch all, uh, if, if you haven't caught up on uh, Sherry's TV show, YouTube. They're all there. Yeah, my episodes on YouTube. We have a we have a royal family of Kuwait come. Oh wow! For a private meet and greet, they watch the show. That's incredible. Not everybody, because you know, in the royal family of Kuwait, it's like a thousand people. So we had oh, two of the, of the royal family come, but she, he, uh, they told us that everybody watches Sherry on YouTube. So that was very cool. I didn't know if I was supposed to bow, or they came in my dressing room. It was a prince and princess. <laughs> And they That's came to my incredible. Curtsy? Did you curtsy? I didn't curtsy because I was trying to get all my bras off the couch so they could sit down. Because I was like, oh, you want to come to my dressing room? Because we had a conference room set up with mm -hmm. like foods and, and, and wine. And oh, you want to come to my dressing room? Okay. And I was like, Edie, get all my bras off the couch. Um, poor, poor Edie. Oh, oh, my gosh. No, Edie is like a saint. So she got the dressing room cleaned up and I got to uh, host uh, the royal family of Kuwait. And I said, I don't know what we're going to do on a girl's trip in Kuwait, but they said anything you need. Come roll on, come out. On. Wow. Y'all roll out. We, we going to Jamaica? Mm -mm. We're going to Spain? Mm -mm. We're going to England, France? Mm -mm. We're going to Dubai? No, sir. We going to Kuwait. That's right. Don't you forget it. Don't you That's, forget You need to talk to Lifetime. I That's a movie. Have yeah, it was well... It sure is. I don't know if we can go uh, skylining or skinny dipping. I'm not sure what they're doing in Kuwait, but we'll find something to do. Just pay and, attention uh, to maybe get Kim a <laughs> Maybe so. I don't know if Prince will put up with Kim's mouth, but you know, I'm gonna do we'll my see. part. Hilarity we'll one too. Sherry, great job. I'm glad you two made time today. Glad the fans got to check it out. Great show. Maybe we can hit you with the live a little bit later, closer to Christmas. Mm, that could be fun. Yeah, we, we can make that happen. And uh, oh, oh shoot, I meant to tell, oh my God. Wait, hold on. Do you have like two minutes? I do, yeah, all day. Andre's mother came to the show. I wish Kim was here. Andre's oh. mom came to my show. Wait, I have to show you this because- Absolutely. Hold on, hold on, hold on, talk. No, this was, this was incredible. I was told about it behind the scenes and then last week whenever Andre and uh, Yamanika filled in, we talked about it just a little bit. It was the best thing ever because uh, Andre's mother was so excited. She updated him as if uh, I said it was like the Domino's pizza tracker. Like she, she let Andre know she was getting out of the car. She made it to the city. She made it into the thing. She's in the dressing room. She's on the show. 
Andre was laughing. He was so happy that she made it out there. She was updating Andre every step of the way. And for you to be able to make that happen, Sherry, going back to that, the stuff with Janet Jackson, how important it is that you've made it to the level you have. How wonderful is it to be able to give people like Andre's mother an experience like this? You know, and Andre's mom was there for, I think, the Janet Jackson um, show. But, and then I'll talk about it again with Kim, and then we'll have yeah. to pull Andre into it. Uh, but his mom came uh, with her friend, and it was so sweet because not only was she documenting every aspect, like I would be talking to Andre's mom, and where's my phone? Literally, she would whip out a camera and just put it on my face like this, <laughs> and she would just start recording. It was the funniest thing to me, but she gave me a Christmas um, present, and it's so Aww. sweet. Look at it this with the creativity running in the family. There's a Christmas tree. Shout out and to then Sandy. There's, there's a, I think where she lives in the snow. You can't see because I got a ring light. And then there's a picture of um, me, my Sherry show. That's so great. Comes on, and then she gave me, and, and she put it in a beautiful frame. Yes. Oh my so nice. goodness. Kim going to be so mad because she's going to be like, Andre, my name is Benina. And then she also gave me this. And it's all of these, it's all of these pictures of me, but then, and then the Christmas tree in the middle. And then down here is Andre's mama in the middle. Andre. Hello, Andre. As if I could forget Andre Lavelle. No. Okay. Oh, by the way, so this is from Andre's mother. This is uh, from Sandy, and it was just, it's really, really sweet. And I'm going to put this in a frame, and I'm going to put it in my dressing room. Um, and she was so sweet, and I'm really, and uh, so we gave away, um, it was a very Sherry Christmas, so we gave her really great gifts. We gave away a, a air purifier. Oh, now, wow. Most of this gift cards, so we give away gift cards so that people don't have to, like, lug all that stuff but some stuff we can't do gift cards like yeah. we gave away a mattress we gave away a, a, a cuisinart air fryer so it, when i tell you chris this daggone thing looked like this this is my this is what this thing looked like and it was heavier <laughs> the, you can't heavier. stick that under their chair no not at all it was a, that'd be a, very a uncomfortable air fryer, and it was bulky and they had to take that thing home sandy and his mother it was two of them and I said, how y'all going to get it home? And Andre's mama looks like, I don't know how we're going to get this home, but I want my gift. <laughs> it's <laughs> coming. She was like, and it was raining outside. Yeah. You should see people lugging this dang on air purifier. Um, but we shipped it to her so they would get oh, it in their nice. house. So that That's was great. really, it was sweet. And she got to see. Uh, the Janet Jackson reveal. So it was, you know, that's having this kind of platform is why I live. It gives me joy to be able to do these things for people. So if your mama want to come to the show, she's got Careful. VIP status. Joni already has VIP status. If she Careful. Wants to come to the show. She, you may you may have a, a, a pal coming up to visit New York. That's, there's a movie for you. Joni lost in New York. That would be Joni great. lost in New York. So tell me who her favorite people are because if we ever have them on, Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Out, you know, if it's one of those people like she just likes. We have like, we have legends. Like we had Danny DeVito. We had John Lithgow. We oh had Dion Warwick. You know, Marla Gibbs. Like, so we have um, just a plethora of people. There's back, I'm trying to get Sly Stallone on the show for next year. So that's we were nice. booked till February. We, yeah. That's booked till February. 
That's a but, good feeling uh, though. Being ahead of it like that. I'm trying to get Taylor Swift and I'm trying to get Slash Stallone on the show before <laughs> Tulsa King. I believe in you. I think you can do it. No, I thought about you all last night. I was giving Kim some trouble last night because she just texted back real short. I didn't know if she knew him. Let me look up. Okay, so there was a comic who came home to St. Louis last night. His name's Tahir Moore. Um, do you know Tahir? He tours with he tours with Tony Baker and Kev on stage. Okay. Uh, and he's he's in commercials with them and all that that good stuff. But it was Tahir and I think Tahir. a guy a guy named Patrick Cloud who's like pretty big online, and then a comedian Corey is her name. She might tour. What's her name? Corey Bell. Uh, they did a live podcast, but I just it, it reminded me of just like how great it is because they just came home. They've had some success. They're trying out like a live podcast. Uh, you know, like, like you've done, like we've did at the laugh factory and they used to live podcast format, but it was all their family and friends. And I went because somebody I know works with them and I was like, yeah, I'll go check it out. But what a great feeling to be able to provide entertainment and then surround that with a party. And I know that's been your life the last 30 years, but does it ever get, does it ever get tiring? Cause you keep doing it. And it, I love that. And I hope it never, I hope that spark never fades for people. No, it's fun. It's, it's, you know, hard getting our schedules together. You talking about the podcast? No, the, I'm talking about in general, being able to like to throw events where family, friends, people you care about can come enjoy it. And your, your success is the reason for that. Like no, you're, able to, you're able to bring people's parents to <laughs> your talk show and it's a big deal. It's just great. That makes me really happy. I mean, it's just like, because they should be able to share in that and you should, Andre should be able to call and say my mom is coming out can you put mm -hmm. her on the list it just there's things that you want to do for your parents and there's things that i want to do uh for friends and family so i'm always you know uh i'm going if you ever want to this is like i think my show is like a destination if you bring somebody to new york if you know me yeah. that's it, you know because most people they love that and they've never been and had an experience like that so if i can provide it it makes me happy. Like if your mom came, your parents came, I literally would, they would be in my dressing Woman room. The with me. They would go, Hilarious. Chris, she gets naked a lot. Doesn't she? Yeah. That's like, that's the reality. I'm changing in front of me. That's right. So, and you don't even have, it's the, the New York peep show has changed for the better. <laughs> Talk show hosts do it now. That's right. <laughs> Sherry, you got a busy day. I'll let you get out of here. Thanks for hanging out and uh, giving the fans all your, all your love all year. Yeah. We've got one more show before the new year. I know, but you're going home with your family, right? You got a new niece. I do have a new niece, but she resides in Southern California. So, yeah, tell my brother. Tell Kim to check on her. If you want something done, you tell Kim. <laughs> Kim will drive three hours uh, to go check on your niece. And you know that's to be true. Yeah. So, yes, Lillian, it's her first Christmas. It's a big deal. Uh, but I'm going out there in February, and I just talked to uh, a club in Los Angeles. And I'm just, hey, while I'm there, I'm going to put together a, a killer showcase to make sure our girl gets some stage time that's know. right uh so yeah so yeah i'll get to visit my niece in uh february and then christmas is like an hour away so as long as everybody's healthy and not sick um, i'll be with my parents for christmas so excited about that but yeah hope everybody else out there has a happy holiday season and everything else that's right so we'll see you right before christmas until then, right, right before Christmas this week. And then we've got one more before New Year's. Before the New Year's. That's so, right. Until then, everybody, have a great day. Bye, everybody. Bye.
save me some All stuff. Right. You said you would. Don't make me mad. Don't You're going to be me. mad because Sandy. No, I'm not going to be mad. I said. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. So Andre, Andre's mother, Sandy, came to the Sherry show. Andre texted me. He said they get, Sandy and her friend got tickets and uh, they want to come to the show. So, of course, you know, Andre rules in my life. They got VIP uh, seats. and But I have to tell you, Kim, you just got to hear the text between Andre and his mother really quickly before we start. Um, here it is. Wait a minute. Hold on one second. It was so funny because I guess on our, uh, when, what we sent out to the audience, we tell them to wear, you know, festive clothing and heels. And she said, she said, I'm having, so I, I didn't know that we told the audience they got to wear heels because you don't got to wear a heel. We just want you to dress up festive. So she says to Andre, I'm having arthritis in my knees, so I won't be in heels. He put, gave an emoji, you know that emoji where they're like, okay, what do you want me to do? So that's what Andre said back. And she said, just an FYI. So you can picture Andre like clueless, just the uh -huh. FYI. And then Andre says, he says, isn't it cold there? She said, yes. He said, so you have on pants. What does heels have to do with it? Dress for comfort. She said, but their email says dress up with heels. He said, you're 70 plus, ma. If it's that serious, take a change of shoes with you. Then um, then she says, I'm cracking up. Uh, let me see. She says, yes. Then, oh, what is wrong? Oh, so he says, so you, uh, okay, wait, hold on. Let me go to the next one. It's just so funny. Um, Andre fussing at his mama. Andre fussing at his mother. Let's see, make that bigger. I can't get, I can't get, okay. Email to dress up with heels. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm trying to get that one. I'm gonna have to have Andre do it. Oh, I can't, sure. I can't get the second one. I'm gonna have to read it again. I'm sorry. Hold on, hold on. You try to get freaking stuck. Hey, Andre. Hey. Hey, could you read your mama's text? Look Andre on the phone. I said, Sherry about to talk about you, and I called him. <laughs> Can you read the text that your mother sent you about the shoes? Because I was saying, you know Andre don't feel like being bothered with nothing about she no shoes. The whole it was text. so cute. <laughs> Clarify that he's on the podcast, please, so he oh. knows. On the podcast. Oh. You're on the podcast, Andre. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, clarify that. That's important. <laughs> well, you Sorry, I, love, I love my mom, but she was really stressing me out about this show. You called me from the moment she got in the Uber, got to the hotel. She needed every, she gave me every bit of information leading up to the show. Then she was concerned because... Uh, she couldn't wear her shoes because her knees was hurting and she couldn't wear heels. And I'm like, okay, why are you telling me this? <laughs> so every 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 little bit of information I, I received leading up to going to the Sherry show. And I said, well, what difference does it make? They're not going to see your feet anyway. And if your knees hurt, I mean, they swollen or whatever, you're wearing pants. It's not like you're 20-something and they have to see your calf muscles so you're wearing heels. Wear some flats and take your shoes. And she said, yeah, I might do that. And it, just, it's, it was just going on and on and on and on. I'm like, go to bed, mom. Chill. It's not that serious. You have a good time. You know, then she 
texts me, I'm in the Uber on my way to the studio. I'm in the line. <laughs> the line is moving. The line the is door. moving. I love the this. Line. This is great. I said, uh, did you hit up Edie? Because Edie's supposed and she couldn't find the number, so I had to call Edie. Oh, and Edie was in a in a meeting or something, and she sent somebody down. And it was every little bit. I'm walking up the stairs. I'm oh, oh I met Sherry. I'm in her dressing room. And then she started sending me pictures. And I'm like, okay, Bob, cool. Enjoy yourself. Watch the show. Then she started making collages with the pictures. No. This, this is. Did she send you any of the collages, Sherry? Oh, oh my. careful. I this did. Is get rough. I got the collages. Oh, I was, I was like, I hope Sherry don't give her her number because she's gonna bombard her with oh. scriptures and collage photos. <laughs> scriptures and collage <laughs> photos. I love my mom. She's a little excited. She was such a joy because she was on the Janet Jackson surprise. Oh, um, what? Oh. Yeah, his mom was at that show. Did she tell you she saw Janet? Yeah, she said she saw Janet, and I watched the show too. And she got some camera time, and I'm like, okay, mama. And she, you know, she, and she uh, won won the little air thing and the mattress. And I'm like, how you gonna get that home? That's the first thing in my mind. Like, how you gonna get that stuff to the house? So, <laughs> what stuff, Sherry? We gave away. Okay, because I'm gonna show Andre can't see it, but this is my my fan. This is this is a fan right here. You see how tall it is. We gave away a purifier that was twice the size and as tall, and it was not a coupon. You had to take that box with you. And we gave away a mattress that was like $900. Um, most of the stuff we try and give vouchers, but there's some stuff you just have to take with you. And the air purifier was one. Two big, tall boxes that people were lugging in the rain. And when I told you, when I told Andre's mom, I said, yeah, you guys got to take that with you. Her and her friend looked at me like, bitch, what, what do you think <laughs> we're going to take this? What? We told you we was coming from out of town. We got to drive. <laughs> so I looked at Sandy and I was like, but well, we can ship it to you. And Sandy looked at me like, yeah, that's exactly what you're going to do. Cause and I said, but you don't have I said, you don't have to take the purifier with you. Like you would donate it. She was like, oh no, we want the purifier. <laughs> oh, wow. she ain't giving away nothing free. She ain't gonna give it away now. She's gonna take it and it'll be in the corner with the rest of the stuff that I send her that she never uses, but she'll have it. <laughs> <laughs> it was not leaving without their purifier. So we sent Edie uh is shipping it to her and her friend. But Kim, I said Edie's um, ship. Okay, go ahead. Finish. You you do not get a purifier, Kim. Friends of the show who appear on the show don't get the gifts. Why? When I was doing the show before, any talk show I do, Steve Harvey, Sherry, uh, I can go down a list of them. If they got gifts, because Monica on the Steve Harvey show, Monica made sure I have a coffee maker in there right now they gave to the audience, and I do a little winkity wink. And I was like, that means stack up my stuff. <laughs> I did not know that. You did not let me know that beforehand that there had been a precedent set with you and talk show gifts. I did, however, snag some things for Joshua. Oh, I okay, my bad. He don't do that. <laughs> I did not get anything for Andre because his mama got the gifts. Uh, although I should have got Andre a coupon for that massive. Huh? I appreciate it. I'm still waiting for my computer, so I'm not oh. tripping on oh, if I get here. Hey, 
dad, I appreciate giving my mama the purifier and the mattress because that takes the Christmas burden off of me. I'm like, that's your Christmas gift. Enjoy your mattress and your fresh air. Oh, <laughs> Andre, we gonna get your computer. You gonna get your computer, Andre? We gonna get your computer. Oh, it's been two years. We didn't get him. A no, we oh, never no. did. But oh, that's not on us. Andre never picked the computer. First of all, computer, Andre. Hey, I can't. Careful, you're about, you're gonna get a text with a link right now. He he knows what he wants. Andre, you don't you're not a thing. A closed no, mouth don't get paid. I was biding my time waiting until y'all got into a different economic bracket so I can get the See, he was he was looking out for you <laughs> by looking out for him. He said so he could get the high end. That was good. Well, you better uh, do it now because Kim got a sick Kim got a sitcom and I got a talk show. You better yeah. get it now. I went you Andre Andre, I went I went cheap. I went cheap for Kim's Christmas present this year, but it's the best she's best she's had. Yes, he's he's got me a good Look. gift to open up. Right, I got to get him a camera too. It's a lot going on. Oh my god! Did Andre make you feel good one night? What did you get him a camera for? Paul Production Company. I got to get this camera out of total. But Andre don't go pick stuff, so it'd be a mess. I just you to take too long, and Andre don't pick the stuff. Go pick it, please, and you better pick it by tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah. I want to say this. Uh, at your age has not gotten a season two pickup, nor has the talk show Sherry gotten a season two pickup. So you're behind. Better go find the computer. Exactly. Girl, he done hung up and ran to the store. <laughs> he in he Best Buy right now. <laughs> Best Buy. Looking for cameras and computers. Well, let me oh show you goodness. what Andre's mother got. This is what she sent me. This right here. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. We said like that. Yes. Yes. And it's all pictures of me, but they're right at the bottom. There's Sandy. Right over here. There's Aunt, there's some of Andre's eye. Stop, please stop it. I can't speak it. And right here. Oops. Is is uh, Andre and his That's mom? So great! That's and the Andre. Christmas tree in the circle in the middle. I yes, and here wow. is another. This is framed. This is a framed picture. It's Sandy's house. Wait, no, that's a Christmas tree, and then that's Sandy's house, and then that is when I go. We're gonna have a feel good time, and it's framed. So great. Oh, you know, she did not send you one because you, you have to invite her on the set of After Age. I cannot so wait to see where you put that in your house. No, it's going to my dressing room. Oh, okay, in the dressing room. I cannot go my dressing room. So wow. I have it. What? Wow, I got to send this to Andre immediately. That is that is uh, what I got from Andre's mother and her friend. And Kim, her mother's, Andre's mother's friend, looked at me in my eyes. She said, we listen to you every week. And I said, I can no longer talk about Andre. Every week oh, we listen to you. She letting us know. She listening, she listening now. Mm -hmm. And that's how she said it to me. Every week we listen to you. <laughs> that's, 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 
And I said, all right. I, I like the little I like this little headband you got on too. You know, because if I take the headband off, it look crazy. I look like Albert Einstein. <laughs> it don't look right. Because wow. it's when you go natural, you try I'm trying to grow it out and I'm trying to like get it thick and and you know, I hope because I want to put it back in a ponytail. So I gotta go, you can give me some of these for Christmas. I need headbands. Sherry, okay, yes. Yeah. Sherry, so we're cute. having a we're having a race. I, I might have longer hair than you right now. Oh yeah, you do. Oh, I don't have it. It's short. This is it's just short. I love the headbands. Yeah, so I, I do need some headbands for Christmas. Like some pretty headbands like this. Like this is like gold like sequins and stuff. Like pretty headbands. Look, pretty they, head, they gotta be pretty because that is cute. Are we going on Tom Joyner's cruise? <laughs> you, know we the, you know we're still recording, that. right? Oh yeah. well, Keep recording. Are we going on Tom Jordan's cruise? Tom cruise is the fantastic voyage. This is the last voyage, this I believe. The last voyage. I, what is the date on that? How are we going to do that? And the, we got to make sure it's not in the way of our tour. I know. Well, the tour is going to happen. Uh, you know, because we've already gotten the dates in for our tour. I, I, I think you told them your specifications. I got to get on there and tell them mine. So I'm going to do that today. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I would like to go. Is it around April or, or June? Uh, Fantastic Voyage 2023. A bunch of it sold out. Hang on, hang on. Sorry, I've got the pricing. Just one time, Tom didn't call us. He was in Dubai. Most of he kept texting. Wow. Like, hey, I talked to him. I talked to him. Did he said they so rich over there? He said they rich on top of rich on top of rich. He said it's the first time he ever felt poor. That's funny. You know, he asked us to go with him. He did. He did. I been right there. Notice, Tom be like, I'm going to Dubai tomorrow at 12. You want to come? Like, it's, ladies, it is yeah. May 20th through the 27th. Thank you. Oh, I okay. think you'll be on tour. Yeah, no, I no. So. I got to go on the cruise. It's the last one. Well, me too, but I, I, I don't got think I'm going to be on there. May what? What's the date? May what? May 20th. Damn. What was it, Chris? May 20th May through the 27th. I got to find out if, if I'm not working, I'll go. Because it's the last one. But Tom be like, can you and you and Kim want to go? When you leaving? Tomorrow at 12. Tomorrow, tomorrow at 12. And you got to you have your passport. And, blah, blah. and I'm like, Tom, like we ain't arranging with our jobs. I can't get a fill in this late. I, 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 my babysitter? Yeah, it's a mess. I'll be like, see, that's why when you a rich jet setter like Tom is, used to just dropping everything and jumping on a private plane and flying. He dealing with two single mamas. <laughs> like we can't yeah, just not, do too, not two funny mamas, two single mamas. Two single mamas. I really wanted to go to Dubai. I've never been. I oh, wanted yeah, we, to go. We should go together. And to Dubai, it. you gonna get us arrested, Joshua? He gonna I'm do aware, I'm aware to. There's stuff you wear to cover up. But it's going to be that Joshua. Because you're going to be walking, he's going to pull it off your head. Then we're going to yeah. get arrested. And then, you know, Kim, your family and my family, I, you might be better because you got a family full of architects. They got a little bit of money. money. Mine is prison and prison. Oh, my God. So they, if we make that one phone call and I go, can you please come to the bank and get me? Somebody in my family going to be like, I got to be to work in the morning. I can't come get you. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah, we can't get, oh, I don't want to get arrested. I don't know what Kyle and Scott would say if you call to see if you can get them. Hannah is working. She can't leave the show. 
to come right, get you. Hannah, that's right. So you might be oh, asked. Oh, Hannah asked me to ask you something. Jesus, I don't forgot. I think she'd be in New York next week or something. But my oh. niece Anna said, does Sherry uh, still got tickets to uh, Storage Loop? Whatever that is. It's a play on Broadway. Oh, Strange Loop. <laughs> no, no, she, wrote, she wrote Storage Loop. I was like, Storage Loop. Storage Loop, Strange Loop. They won a Tony. Michael Jackson wrote it. Not Michael Jackson, the singer. But if she wants oh. to go, I think I can get her tickets. I don't know oh. if it's still running. It, may, it was a limited run. Can I tell oh. you about uh, Lee Daniels' play, Ain't No Mo, which your friend Lena Waithe uh, is one of the producers. Lena Waithe uh, uh -huh. and... and um, a Gabrielle Union and some other stars, Lee Daniels, and the, the executive producer and showrunner of the Miss uh, Pat show wrote this play on Broadway. And it's about if black people had, could get a one-way ticket back to Africa, what would they do? And it's a bunch of little vignettes, really, really funny, but uh, they were gonna close it because it's made for people, it's a call and response. It's not traditional Broadway. Oh, not they made it so that young, young people could go. Not, you know. Oh. Is it Jordan Great. Cooper from uh, Miss Pat's Jordan show? Cooper. What's, he like, what's he like, 23? He's the youngest playwright on Broadway. He's incredible. Wow. Yeah, wow. youngest. And he wrote this and um, is straight 106 and part Broadway. And um, they, they weren't getting audience members because they need young people. It's a young people show. So people have been buying out uh, a whole run. Beyonce, Jay-Z, uh, Will Smith, Jada, Gabrielle, Dwayne Wade have just bought out an entire theater. So they oh, extended nice. the run till December. So and it's young funny, people can get in there. Young people get in. You know, they was looking our way and I was like, Please don't forget we two single mothers. <laughs> we don't. don't. We don't be buying out no theater. Not on Broadway. Not on Broadway. Now we'll buy out the theater that's on Crenshaw and 54th. We'll buy that theater out. <laughs> you, hey, you can buy out the theater next to the Rainbow here in St. Louis. That's right. We'll buy out the theater that's next to the strip club that they had the shooting at last week. We'll buy that theater out. Yeah, we will. And Wendy Raquel Robinson was on the show. She came and she specifically talked about Joshua. I made a joke that didn't quite go well. <laughs> Did you? I want to see it though. I want to see, cause I heard that you yeah. mentioned Joshua. We talked about Joshua. She talked about how Joshua really was, you know, like doing well and finding himself and becoming more confident. And I said, oh, cause I didn't know if he was going to get kicked out. The audience looked at me like, you know you no, weren't talking Wendy, about getting done. Oh, no, they didn't. No, it's the truth. Wendy came to me. I told you at a fundraiser, Wendy came up to me, and I was like, thought she was going to be like, Joshua's doing so well there. She said, girl, that Joshua. I was like. <laughs> he was like, child, we trying. And oh, then I went, I went to the performance last night. And I see what she oh, did. Joshua is upstaging people. He dancing when he ain't supposed to be dancing. Look at him. Look at him on stage. That's a Wendy Amazing Grace. What was fascinating, see the thing around his mouth? Yeah, what they is that? Mask. They had masks for the children because COVID is going up. These are clear shields on each child that had a oh. microphone in it. 
Is oh, Chris Brown a better picture of the mask or front picture? Uh, that was him doing the. Uh, I don't know. If what's the name of the play? He looks like he looks jam. What's the? It's called What About Us? Uh, and Tracy Coley, who started Amazing Grace Conservatory with her. Kim, if you want to send uh, it, that's the only one I got. That's I, I I I sent to Chris. What is wrong with you? You're right. Well, pay your pay one. your phone bill. No, Maybe you're, right. you're absolutely right. Kim talks to no, you. Is that lying? No, but she'll 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 snap. But then she just admitted. She's like, yeah, it didn't go through. My bad. Chris is absolutely right. I did not send it, and now I just sent it. But you think these? It's called what? Uh, what about us? And. Uh, 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 Tracy Coley wrote it when uh, 25 years ago when Wendy and Tracy it was their first play now her first students have children in this play wow this is an amazing grace conservatory this is something that Wendy Raquel Robinson and her friend Tracy Coley started they were both struggling actresses but they really wanted to provide a center for kids in the inner city to really appreciate the arts. And this has been going for 20 years uh, or so. The Amazing yeah, Grace Conservatory, literally. Tracy, yep. Go ahead. Tracy Coley is a, a guy and he died. Oh, oh I'm yeah, sorry. No, no, no. You know, no, you have to be sorry. Tracy Coley, I wish I had a picture of Tracy. He was a good friend of all of ours. And uh, Tracy was very heavy and he had the weight loss surgery. And, uh, but this is his original play and music. And look at these children with these, see these, these, uh, they're, um, like shields, shields short shields oh. that come from the nose and the mouth. And at the bottom where the white is, that's where the microphone is. I was like, brilliant. So cool. Well, yeah. So they're safe, but still performing. And you know, and I, and what I love about the Amazing Grace Conservatory is it services so many children and teaches them a love of the arts. They have so many classes, dance classes, theater classes, I just so many to make a well-rounded child. Um, and this is something Wendy is so, she abhors this part of the business of asking for money because for this center to stay open, you always need donations. So if you're looking for for a great charity to give to, they do amazing work. Yes, amazing especially work. at the end of the year. At the end of the year, and you can go to the is it uh, amazinggraceconservatory.com or dot org? I think it might be dot uh, org. I'm gonna pull it up right now because pull it up, she just, you know she just had a fundraiser. Do you know who came out of her school? Who? Issa Rae. Issa Rae came out of Amazing the Grace amazing Conservatory. conservatory. Wow. She, and Friday night, they honored her and they had a Barbie doll and she came through there and she said, you know, Issa Rae was in the back, you know, as a little child and she went through the levels and went through the years. And that is just many. She has uh, the little boy on that home, uh, Raven's home, went through Amazing Grace. He came and sang last night. Uh, oh Lord, the dog. Dexter, get from under there. See that you done knocked down something. The website's amazinggraceconservatory.org. If you want to check Can it out. Can you tie run that in a little you bit later? Over you Kim's, know it. Over Kim's mouth. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. It's amazinggraceconservatory.org. Please um, send donations to the school. 
Wendy Raquel Robinson from the game has just done a wonderful, wonderful job with this. And it's so funny because as I look at uh, uh, Joshua, how do you say Joshua is never in tune with other people. He was always doing his own thing. You know, that's Elon Musk pre-Twitter, but that's Elon Musk who created Tesla. Anybody who is successful now, Kim, take heart. They've never bounced to the beat of other people's drums. They've always been different and slightly, um, and, I, and I say weird, not in a bad way. Did you just pull your wig up? I did. I saw it was slight and you didn't say nothing. No, because I saw it at the corner of my eye because I was Number speaking two. life to Joshua that, and I saw your wig slip up and I had to address it. It looks good. You can pull it up a little bit more. Just pull it time. down. Uh, this is my hair. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. I'm making right. a donation right now. I'm going to make that. a donation as well to Amazing Grace Conservatory. I love it. Not but just, and you push the donate button. To Joshua, um, Joshua has always done things differently. And different is good. I think that di we have to appreciate you're distracting. Never put animals and children into the frame with you. Because it's always a distraction. <laughs> we are losing Kim by the second. Go ahead. Elon yeah. Musk and Joshua. Elon Musk. Joshua, if Joshua's going to be a brilliant, like he's going to be, in the, he's going to do something like really amazing because he's different. He doesn't, he doesn't listen to other people's vibe. He has his own vibe when he comes in. He's going to make you so proud. All of those over dramatics and doing everything and being this and that, it's going to like work for his good. I'm telling you. I, I'm hoping so because. Oh, it ain't no hope. He's going to, and you're going to be so proud and you're going to go, I knew it. And he's going to look at you and go, mommy, you lying. Cause you didn't know it. <laughs> he is amazing. Yeah, he so is amazing. And he did a good job and I love my son. And, and I made a donation now. Uh, see that? I just made a donation. I'm going to make a donation too, since you did one too. Yeah. Donation uh, too. The dog. is dead on computer. Hey. So can you tell me what the price? Yeah. Because uh, I think it's been two years now. It has been two years. And we need to get him to get in his computer. Yeah. So he's so incredible. Hey, Andre has a line of erotic art uh, photographs out. Please support Andre. They nasty pictures. Uh, he's got to bring them out in like ringing endorsement. Yeah, these is nasty pictures. Andre does erotic. They're art. art. They're beautiful. Art. What is wrong with you? It's naked people doing it. <laughs> Merry Christmas to the people. Jesus. Yeah, Kim, can we? Andre, go by when they're beautiful. They're beautiful pieces of art that he does. You know, Andre, freaky like that. And they, they <sighs> freak pictures and they look great. I'm going to buy one. Yeah, well, we printed some up. Because uh, I'm probably yeah. in one. You too, Kim. You think you ain't got one of you in the shower? <laughs> we ain't getting you... If you can hang those up in the guest room for when Kim comes to visit. Wow. <laughs> I asked him if I come stay out. She said she had company. So I had to look at a hotel room. Oh, yeah, but you didn't show up. Okay. Because I didn't win the Emmy. Kim... I lost this. I lost the Donald Duck. Well, you were nominated. Kim, <laughs> Sherry and I were both just so thankful for the uh, amazing times we're having, continue to have on the podcast. I uh, figured you wanted to say thanks to the listeners right before Christmas during uh, all the holidays. Can we do a live cam before uh, Christmas? Like jump up while you and Cleveland? Okay. Yeah, Beautiful. please. Well, well, I'm trying to 
don't I'm hang up. Stand up. I'm trying to be like you. I was like, if Sherry had a show, she'd be at five clubs right now. I, it ain't no, in me. But I'm I stopped doing stand up, Kim. I told you that. What? I stopped, I stopped doing stand up because I always be in clubs. I was up late at night, and somebody said to me, "When are you going to be present to the dream that that got realized?" You always had a dream of having your own talk show, but you're not able to enjoy it because you're so tired from going to comedy clubs. So, so, so we're not going to do stand up before our tour. We're just going to go out there and willy nilly it. Okay, no. cool. I'm down with that. You could have willy nilly with a live podcast tour, but you went the harder route. Uh, you Kim, Kim, you want to say anything to the people before we let you go? But you're you know not going to hang up. We're not going to hang up because we have to shoot something real quick after this. Oh, you didn't tell me that, Chris. You know I'm under a tight schedule you've got me back on here chris you didn't say that you know i have another podcast that i have to do with amanda seals to promote my um say bye to the people work <laughs> tell amanda tell amanda hey i will this is, this is gonna be 20 seconds of what we got to do kim oh, 20 okay. seconds yeah amanda we'll seals has podcast out. all right all right well uh i want to say to my uh, friends, and I would say to our amazing fans, amazing. Thank you so much for the, the support of Two Funny Mamas. This is something I created years ago and brought Sherry along. That just want, just want to tell you how great, Kim, you've, you've been the shining light through this last three years. I don't know how, like, you keep me in line. I just want to thank you. And your humble, your humble nature shines through. But what it took to put this podcast together. <laughs> when your friend looks you dead in the camera eye and lie her ass off. <laughs> I just want to say it was a dream. That Does this sound through. familiar? Does this sound familiar, Kim? That I'm telling you, if we do a podcast together, nobody's doing it. We can, you know, you know where we can go. Kim, I'm telling you. You know what it, what it took to get Sherry aboard. Uh, is what she's referring to. Petey calling um, me because he even know so, you're lying. If so, you put me back up on the screen, Jesus is uh, calling me. <laughs> Edie calling me because Edie know you lying. I just want to say Kim, thank you to our amazing fans for we another were, great. Can you say good night? <laughs> lose you, and we gotta do the same for Chris. Yeah, we're gonna be back home before Chris, Christmas. Alive. And Chris, thank you for for rolling with us, and I. Love that you're my gift. <laughs> Happy holidays. Merry Christmas, everybody. Two funny mamas. Two funny mamas. Two funny mamas. Two funny mamas. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians, Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Ed is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist, Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary funky divas in vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. 
to syndicated broadcast personalities Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation. For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective.